Welcome to episode one of our podcast. Do we have a name? No, we do not. Uh, we're working on that. But Jason is here. I've got this is going to be confusing. We've got two Daniels. Um, but go ahead and say hi, guys. Right. What's think about good? That. I didn't even think about the fact that we have two Daniels. Are we gonna have to differentiate with Daniel and Dan or Danny or which would you prefer, names? Daniel T? Daniel T, Daniel G. That sounds too similar. We're not going down the right direction here. (laughs) Yeah. We'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. Figure everything out. This podcast will maybe be roughly monthly or so. We're going to talk about some movies, mostly terrible, awful movies that are good. And we're going to be kicking it off here today. And I do mean kicking it off with Shaolin Soccer. What a line. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Uh, I think it was Hong Kong, maybe it was mainland China, I don't know, but Stephen Chow is involved. Um, and we're just gonna, we're just gonna dive right in. So our movie begins with the flashback and we've got one of our main characters. I would say there's two main characters. Um, he's in the, uh, the Shanghai cup, I believe sometime in the, in the eighties. I don't know if that really exists, but sure. Right. No. Um, no, it does. I watch it every year. Well, I'm pretty um, sure Shaolin Soccer is a it's a nonfiction film, right? So oh. yeah, yeah. Like the people weren't aware that they were actually being filmed. It just it just happened. Yeah. yeah. I would uh, like to briefly point out that this is supposed to be a podcast on bad movies. Have you seen the Rotten Tomato score for this film? What is it? Eighty nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's very that high. Astounding. That's quite high. I think the premise yeah. for this podcast is off to a rocky start with uh... yeah yeah but i would still that? argue that it's it's really bad at the same time yeah it is it is horrendous um and you're about to hear about why so we have our main character golden leg fung i think i wrote that down correctly and um, yes. i guess they're in the championship and they're down five four and he's up and he's got a He's got to hit the kick to tie it up. And first, I want to say that the team that he's playing for is named Team Evil. <laughs> <laughs> the least subtle name choice of all time. Like, I mean, would you wear like Team Evil merchandise in public or something like that? Like, or maybe. I mean, depends, depends if it's drippy, Jason. Like, yeah, if we're talking like some, drippy. if it's clean, we might we might have to take a look. See, I I would yeah. wear Team Rocket merch. Okay. That's fair, but that could at least be ambiguous. Mm. Evil, <laughs> okay, but yeah. that's that's who he plays for, and he lines up for this kick, and he sends it about twenty rows into the crowd, like it's absolutely horrendous. Um, and instantly, this angry mob storms onto the field and starts like literally punching him in the face in anger, releasing this game, and someone busts out a baseball bat and just shatters his. <laughs> And you see a different player on the team walking away with a evil, fittingly smile. Um, <laughs> so yeah, thoughts on our little uh, thoughts on the start of this movie, guys. I think it really sets the tone that is then quickly unset by the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah, it, got, oh, it really does. And I guess one thing I'm wondering is this movie was released in. I think July, if I remember right, of two thousand one. Could this same movie be made in a post nine eleven world? <laughs> I don't think you can. I I don't think so either. There's just so much so much changed on nine eleven. When this did that ice? Went... When when did that figure skater get her leg broken? When did that happen? The nineties, oh, yeah. yeah. Do you think Do you think they were inspired? inspired. Do you think this is a rip off? This was a rip off to me of Mighty Ducks. Um. Mm. You know, with that, with like Gordon Bombay, the first team was him in the shootout, like missing. Uh, yeah. That's well, it's a, it's a classic trope. It's a classic trope where you have, you know, bad news bears, ragtag group of guys that you're bringing together to literally take down Team Evil. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a little on the nose. It's a little on the nose for me. But, you yeah. know, one big thing that I really, I really liked the, uh, that opening scene just because like 
you could see how much it meant to the fans. Like, <laughs> like when he missed that penalty kick to lose in the shootout, these fans yeah. literally rushed the field and they, it was like Tony Soprano, like breaking kneecaps yeah. type of situation. It was crazy. I, I couldn't believe that shit was happening. Like they did not have to just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. I got to say, uh, the transition from young Team Evil teammate into the old man is quite smooth. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very similar to like yeah. Captain America in the yeah. transition to the young. Yeah. Um, so we flash forward to present day, and our boy Fung works for the other player named Hung. Uh, so, we'll, <laughs> um, and Hung reveals that he paid off, paid him off to miss the kick on purpose, and he and he also hired the mob to like break his leg or something like that. It's unclear. But, yeah. Why? I wasn't following the subtitles. Yeah. Um, basically wants to coach a team because I guess Hong is now the coach of, the, of Team Evil. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And Bong wants to coach his own team. But Hong is like, ah, you're useless. You're washed up. Like, I mean, he's like limping around and he's has been and, uh, you know, he has suffered great shame for missing that kick back in the day. So Hong yeah. basically tells him to, you know, go fuck himself. Um. So he's walking around, he's looking for a team, and he comes across our next main character, Mighty Steel Leg. <laughs> when we first see him, he's doing the splits atop two piles of garbage. And I really wasn't under, I wasn't really clear on why. Like what is what I think he, I think that's his employment. He collects these garbage bags and brings them around town. Yeah, he's doing the he's on the recycling grind, like with yeah. the glass bottles and you know, cans and stuff. Yeah, because later on he goes to the the dump or whatever, and he gets twenty cents for his yeah. haul, which seems, you know, adjusted to inflation. Even that's it's a struggle. He's really struggling. Yeah. I think I think an important thing to note for our listeners is after uh, after Fung or I guess sorry Golden Leg. I guess we'll call him Golden Leg. That's a very notable name. Mm-hmm. But after yeah. Golden Leg is like denied the right to become an, even an assistant coach, I guess on Team Evil. He really spirals. Like he's he's out yeah. here day drinking. He's strolling the streets. Like it's it's not a good situation for our guy Golden Lake. Yeah. Like he's really he's really had a big fall from grace. And like it it's not like, looked like alcohol. It looked like Ron Burgundy, like chugging milk. And- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now Golden Leg for our listeners is different than Mighty Steel Leg. Yeah. Yes. Lots of confusing names here. Yeah, that's right, Daniel One. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I got Daniel uh, one. Wow. Workshop. I'm gonna alternate to make it more confusing. Okay. Yeah. So here's here's okay. I really want to point this out. Um so he's walking around in like a drunken stupor, maybe not drunk, it might have been milk. And they're playing like old soccer highlights and he's like reminiscing and you know it's someone who's scoring a goal and this guy who's doing this out of the garbage watching highlights he's like that's no way to kick. Like these losers, and so gold, so golden leg was like, "Oh, you can do better than that." And so this guy steal it immediately takes a soda can and kicks it like into the atmosphere, like it, <laughs> <laughs> it just goes up and never comes down. A little twinkle in the sky. Yeah, and that's not the funny part to me. The funny part to me was right after he does that, golden leg says, "Oh, you think I'm impressed? Like, yeah, you should be impressed." He just kicked a soda can a <laughs> hundred miles into the air. Like, he ah. sent that down into orbit. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, like, I would be impressed. I, don't know. I mean, personally. I would be impressed. Yeah. Um, And then, like, later he kicks a refrigerator <laughs> like 30 feet in the air to get to like, <laughs> another pile of trash. Which, I don't know. I don't know why that was happening either. But it sure happened. Um, So then he's, like, convincing Golden Leg to um it's about it's like because he has this kick i guess he's he learned it through shaolin mm-hmm. and he's saying like this can be used for everything and like there's <laughs> like this woman just like slips on a banana peel and <laughs> absolutely flying and just, i like, like the call back to that later though yeah and then he's and then still like is like if she knew shaolin she would have landed on her feet or something <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, this um, 
yeah, this this happens. I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts on that? I just liked when when um when Golden Leg first encounters Mighty Mighty Steel Leg, and Mighty Steel Leg is like, that's no way to kick. There's like random like Western music just starts coming in <laughs> out of nowhere. That's one thing that I really noticed throughout this movie. Just random like musical motifs or like random like transitions just for, seemingly for the hell of it which like i'm here for completely it I'm really completely adds to it yeah it really really put me in the moment i was like oh damn like mighty steel egg the western yeah. music let's get it <laughs> um and just was, you know it was it was very immersive yeah like you said um and like also i think during this time uh, a key line uh, before the banana peel like like steel leg is like pointing out this woman just walking and golden legs like yeah she's sexy so what <laughs> and i was like yo <laughs> and then steel legs just like watch this and you yeah. know obviously she she slips on the banana peel because she doesn't know kung fu she doesn't right. know shaolin yeah. and that's yeah. you know where where golden like really gets drawn in he's like he's like damn this this could be something here i don't know yeah, it though it could be something yeah. Yeah, he wasn't impressed again by the soda can going up to like Neptune, but yeah. he was impressed by like if I slip on a banana peel, I can land on my feet. So yeah. priorities are at. And right after that, you had the the parallel parking also. That was another mm-hmm. interesting moment uh, where, where that woman was trying to parallel park and Mighty Steel Egg was like, yo, like if she was using Shaolin, she could just <laughs> she could just kick her car into the space <laughs> and it'd be fine. <laughs> Yeah, it no was just somehow. outrageous without dent- without denting it also yeah <laughs> it's just bonkers it's really bonkers but although like that's like the meeting of of golden leg and steel leg really like took this movie in a yeah. different direction um because you know this is, the like, this is the this is the new protagonist you know it's no longer yeah. about golden leg really it's about no. mighty it's steel leg yeah exactly so as a viewer we're kind of jerked around to the other side and we're like whoa okay what's going yeah. on and you know this this also i'll tee you up for this jason this also leads to our um to mighty steel eggs first meeting with you yeah. know the sweet buns girl yes oh, that yes. actually is the text on my notes um so yeah as you know as as you pointed out there's a transition and now we follow steel leg instead of a uh, golden leg we see where he goes um he goes up to uh an employee of this business called sweeties steamy buns which is the title of another movie that this podcast will cover later but that's not <laughs> um and she's using uh looks to be using some sort of shallow movements as well she's uh like she's, uh, or whatever she's like forming these buns and she's moving her hands in such a way to make the perfect uh pastry here um the economy of this business really kind of fascinated me so she was just standing out on the sidewalk and this guy at the top floor of the building next to her just yelled at her and chucked this like Dutch oven full of coins at her. <laughs> and she just using her Shaolin power, she would yeah, yeah. smoothly catch it with her hand motions. Um, yeah, and though the coins paid for the pastries, and I guess she just needed it back or something like that. Um, so we we start to sympathize for uh I keep forgetting what you like these people are, steel leg. He basically, well, he starts eating all the buns without paying for them, which is the first yes. And it's graceful. Yeah, like think of the business owners. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, the next thing I have in my notes is that he starts singing a song about Kung Fu, which has to be seen to be believed. Um, it's a great dance know. number, too. Yeah, yeah, let's not forget the the celebration dance number. Yeah. Celebrate cool the, cool the gang. Yeah. <laughs> like, start playing. That, that was, that took me to another level. Apropos I was, something. It's like, I yo. Really <laughs> Hold up like now. Big flash mob breaks out. And... Well, right before that, like the lead into that is that it keeps zooming in on these random bystanders and they have like fireballs like light up in their eyes. <laughs> and then they just start dancing to celebrate by Cool and the Gang, which like apparently is popular in Hong Kong. Um, right. Yeah. I also, you know, not to hate on any characters here, but I'll present this fact without comment. Uh, so that this woman, this uh, this woman, the employee at the bun place, her face is just like preposterously covered in acne. Like, yes, important. Human would ever, ever have like 
I really don't know why they went that way. <laughs> I guess. Well, I, it's, I think it was to drive in the fact that she did not think highly of herself. But they, you could have done that differently. I don't know. Yeah. Like, and then it like magically goes away. I mean, not to spoil it, but yeah. But that's what the Mac, Mac. Oh my god! Don't spoil it. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, it must have been some good acting team there. I don't know. <laughs> that shit does work. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Um. So my favorite part of this scene was um. You know, he's, he's, he's stuffing his face and not paying at all. And so eventually she, I thought, well, what happened? I tried to pay with his, like, his ratty sneakers or something like that. But, um, and then she's like, can you pay for this? And he's like, uh, and then he runs away and it's like, the camera speeds it up like he runs away. At like <laughs> Which he, is a power he doesn't use any other time. No. It would have been also very helpful, probably. Yeah, his, well, his leg is powerful, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Probably top speed of like a ninety miles an hour there. Um, yeah, so that's our that's our meeting of uh, our male lead and our, our female lead. I don't know. Did you guys feel the chemistry right away? Well, do you guys know how in episode one of Star Wars, Qui Gon and Obi Wan use speed force running and then also never use it again? Yes, that's a good parallel. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like those movies came out at the same time, similar year. Similar, well, no, that, similar quality. <laughs> Star Wars would have been first. So again, it's just copying other movies, you know? Yeah. Anyways, I felt the chemistry was not there at first. It really, really made you work for it. A little slow burn. Yeah. Not love at first sight. Just high I, just, I Even throughout the film, like I was not really buying their their <laughs> chemistry whatsoever, you know? Um, but that's okay. Like it, I don't need them to be head over heels, but I do need them to be a bit more believable um and yeah. she she really like cooked this man for trying to sing i mm-hmm. think that's another thing we shouldn't gloss Wait, what over. Did she, say? she i don't remember exactly what she said but she's like you, you're not a good singer and then this <laughs> other this other guy just sitting in the background enemy stood up he's like actually he's a great singer i'm a singer <laughs> i sing at the train station so i should know and like he had an extended <laughs> little soliloquy there yeah. and i I was like, goodness, but this is, it seemed like this, this is the time when Steel Leg really is like all about like singing to promote Kung Fu. He's yeah. like, he's like, this is, this is like gonna, gonna break the world. This is going to change everything. Yeah. So, I mean, now they're trying to like put, put the squad together now. So, um, Steel Leg, gotta remind myself again, it's going off and now he's going to find the next player who is, uh, Ironhead. So these guys all know each other because I guess they were all like studied Shaolin Kung Fu together back in the day. Um, yes. There's like six brothers. They keep calling each other like first brother, second brother, you know, third brother, and all that stuff. So um, this guy is Ironhead. So as as the name implies, um, you know, he's going to be key for headers. Let's let's just say that. Um, but we see him and he works at some club. And his boss is just repeatedly smashing glass bottles over his head, <laughs> like screwing things up. Um, which I feel like is a labor violation, but uh, I guess I don't know the laws over there. But, yeah, I don't know about China, but yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, he's uh, but he can take it because he's got the iron head. So this just doesn't bother him at all. He's just got like glass shards going everywhere. Um, and then I don't remember why this happened. Oh yeah, he forgot to book a band, so he got smashed in the face with a bottle. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, we've got music and <laughs> oh, yeah. steel leg start performing a dia, a duet. <laughs> and it's so bad that a gang <laughs> into the bar and starts beating them up. <laughs> like it was just to the ear that physical violence was needed. Um so then okay, this next scene is very important and also confusing. So they're basically like, let's take it outside. I thought that this was at night, but then we cut to outside and it's like the middle of the day. Um, yep. And then they don't even see it. We cut away from them. And we go back to our boy, Golden Leg, and right. he's on the wall. That's what he's doing. Um, until he notices um, the wall has the phrase, no peeing on the wall stenciled into it. Um, so then he stops like a good law-abiding citizen. Um, but then the wall basically just falls down. I don't really know why. And, that, and then he can see this fight that's about to happen. No, that's how our characters come back together. Um, and this gang, luckily, 
I mean, they brought a few different things, but one of them just brought a soccer ball to the fight, um, as one does. And basically, he sees this guy uh, steal leg. He just beats them up with the ball. Like, he just starts kicking the ball at them at, like, a thousand miles an hour, and he concusses them and just beats the shit out of them. So this is what convinces him to, to put the team together. Um, but the special effects here, guys, my God. I mean... They're, they're good for 2001 or whatever year. They're, they'd be good for 2001, like, BC. Um, <laughs> there were, like, bowling, bowling pin sound effects when people were getting knocked over. There was, like, I don't know. Great, I feel like I, I can see you leaning forward. You have something to say here. I mean, it really added to the atmosphere for me. There was just... It was very slapstick, which is... I'm actually a, a huge fan of slapstick humor, and you know, in, in movies like this, it was very back and forth. Um, and I thought there were some some great performances from the the opposing oh, gang yeah. when they were when they were talking nonsense at the beginning. Like, oh, like he never follows through. Like he's not trying. He's not trying to fight us. Blah blah. blah you're scared. Yeah. Like I I was feeling those emotions. I was I was feeling that hardcore. Um, but. I was this is where pleased. this is this is where the movie really picks up for me. Yeah, I mean, Iron Head is the best character, <laughs> for sure. He has probably the funniest moment in the film later on. Uh, that was for me. Yeah, it's about fifty years old. But, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, then uh, Golden Leg he witnesses this. He's like, "Let's let's put a team together," and. Somehow this has never occurred to Steel League before, even though he's got the super powerful kick. He's like, we're going to do this soccer tournament. There's somehow a soccer tournament. I don't know what tournament it is. I guess it's the same one, Shanghai Cup. Um, I think maybe, so. Yeah, prize is a million bucks. But also, but also, like, anybody can enter, which is strange. Yeah. You yeah. can just sign up. You can just put your name on the sign-up sheet. <laughs> it seems pretty strange. And also, we try it, it's organized It's organized by Team Evil and the, <laughs> the coach of Team Evil. He's, like, the commissioner or whatever um, of the cup so that was also interesting but I, I think a funny a funny line that happened during this uh when golden legs like yo let's play soccer to steel leg like first golden leg after like mighty steel leg like beats the crap out of all those guys with a soccer ball he's like can i see your leg yeah. <laughs> and, and then mighty steel leg like pulls up his his pant leg and he's like it's shaolin mighty steel leg it's patented <laughs> And it's like that was that killed me. I was crying. <laughs> Forgot about that. Daniel, had you seen this movie before? Uh, I think I started watching it briefly once before. I didn't make it through. Okay. I have what? seen. I have seen this movie's contemporary. I think it's its sister movie in a way. Kung Fu Dunk. It, okay. it has a lot of the same uh, actors in it actually, and it's similar oh, nice. similar veins. So maybe Good. we'll we'll put that in the rotation. Um, but yeah, I hadn't seen it before now all the way through and I, i'm glad we watched it it's like i don't know but we'll get we'll get some thoughts of the whole movie on the end but I, I i don't think it's a bad movie it's just absurd yeah i mean bad movies were even like lucy for our for our theme was popular yeah. more i guess ridiculous movies or something like that but it doesn't really roll with the time as well um so yeah he's uh he's convinced he's all into play to join the team so now he's got to go back getting his other shower and brothers to join the team um, we go back to Ironhead, who has been demoted to cleaning toilets. <laughs> um, so I guess that can be enjoy. He's like, all right, it's got to be better than cleaning toilets. I guess I'll pass yeah. it Um Fourth brother, it is kind of out of order, but um, fourth brother is living in a shed. He was only unemployed for six months, and he's already out on the streets. Uh, he does have a student tie, though. Uh, I think he initially thinks he's going to be offered a job. That doesn't really happen. I don't remember which one he is as far as the powers. Is he the goalie? I think he might have been the goalie. Yeah, yeah he's the keeper. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I guess he can like stop. Well, I don't know. He's got some force field. He can stop the ball. Um, I don't, his, is, his is kind of unclear. Yeah. Um, we've got third brother. <laughs> Iron shirt. Um, and he's a businessman. You know, They're trying to convince him to leave his very important job. He's always like a He's always on these phone calls, business deals. And he stops them when they're trying to convince him. He's like, he stops them, pulls out a calculator and calculates that they have a 0% chance of victory. <laughs> Which absolutely killed me in the moment. Um, yeah, when when you stop them with facts and logic, like it's over. Yeah. 
It's over. <laughs> a lot of facts and logic in this movie. Um, then we've got another fan favorite, Fifth Brother. Um, he's working retail. He's just eating a lot of chips, and he just keeps stuffing his face. And he has an entire beard that has been formed full of crumbs of potato chips. And he kind of had like he could jump very high. But he was doing yeah. His power was like he could basically like fly a little bit. Yeah. Um, just casually, you know. I mean, he really should have. I hope he's in kung fu time. I mean, he could use the vertical leap, you know. <laughs> um, let's see. Then there's second brother. He just looks like he's like washing dishes somewhere, like outside, and he threatens them with a cleaver. That's that is my note on on him. Um, but then yeah. they all pull out this old picture of them back in the day learning Jalen, and they're all inspired, and then they agree to meet up. They meet up on this unspecified rooftop. That was clear to me. Um, and, they all dramatically come out. Yeah, like I think this may have been it's like, powerful, like the the portal scene in Avengers. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know it did come out first, so I think those maybe are. Mm. Yeah, Marvel really took that one. Um, so I don't know why they went on the roof because they're only there for like two seconds. Like they really could have met at like a, a Safeway or something, but. Uh, so now they're like, now it's time. Now we're getting to the soccer part of this movie. Um, and they've got to practice. And immediately leg just, you know, steel leg, okay, steel leg, takes the ball. Leg. Once again, kicks it like into the solar system. Um, it comes down and like has a normal, like a normal bounce. Like you think it would either like <laughs> get entrenched in the ground or like bounce. Like, Didn't damage the ball at all. It just had like a, a normal little bounce after coming down from orbit. <laughs> Um, and then there's a great scene where they all they all get in the huddle and they're scuffling, fighting over the ball. And then the camera pans away and the ball is like 20 feet to the left. <laughs> it's like kindergarten soccer. Yeah, no, it's worse. Bumblebee. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then uh, my notes are a little unclear here, but um, he, he's trying to teach them to like you know not kick the ball into Jupiter's orbit. And he's like, I think eggs were involved now. Like he mm-hmm. with the eggs, yeah, the eggs, yeah. Because he's like, Golden likes like eggs. Golden likes like you need more ball control. Like he has no control. That's a big part of the game. Right. Yeah, like he's he's sending the ball to you know the moon, but he needs to have control. So he says, "Yo, okay. use these eggs," and then yeah. that set off our our boy Small Brother. I don't remember which which number he was, but the big guy who liked to yeah. eat those yeah. eggs just set this man off. Like he, was he just, wanted those he was eggs. Like, yeah, when the, he was cracking some of the eggs with his kicks, and this like this devastated this brother. And he at one point like dove on the ground to like eat a yolk off of the guy's shoe. Um, yeah, and-, and then another time an egg landed on I forget which character's like groin area, and. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Like small brother just like jumps this man and starts He's trying to go ham on the egg that's on, on that guy's shirt. And another one, it landed like on his mouth, and he was like making out with him trying to get the egg. It, I, I lost the plot at that point. I was. I have to say that the, uh, you know, maybe the, the relationship between those guys it may have been stronger than the than the male and female lead so far. <laughs> big time, big time. Definitely at least... more intimate. Way more intimate. <laughs> Yeah, and small brother and his eggs too. Like the that's a big, mm-hmm. big, big romantic relationship vibes yeah. there. Yeah. So after about five minutes, they get the basics of soccer down. Um, so they're they're ready for their first game. Yeah, it's like a gang. But this is- I think it's important to point out none none of them have their powers. Okay. Yeah. Except for leg seems to be cooking pretty well, but yeah, leg is still. But others are like maybe head has a little bit of his like strong head, but. Uh, the other guys like don't have their powers activated. Yeah, but they understand we've the basics. Yeah. yeah, we got a scrimmage here, and this is one of the highlights of the movie. Um, they're playing against some random gang. Now you may have noticed there's only six brothers. Usually, <laughs> have eleven players, but they just line up six for, versus eleven. Um, they're they're playing against. I mean, a gang. There's no other way to describe the other team. Uh, one of their opponents. I have in my notes, he was wearing a polo and basketball shorts. <laughs> just has like a wrench fall out of his pants. Um, 
And then, so basically, after about 30 seconds, this team just starts being the shadow of the Shaolin team. All these tools and weapons hidden up their sleeves. Um, and they're just going out of town. Now, this this next part of the scene like absolutely killed me the first time I watched it. Um, yes. So they're they're getting beat up horribly. And uh, Steel Leg starts army crawling on the ground. <laughs> um, he finds a World War One helmet. <laughs> and he like picks up a machine gun and just starts firing it like, under this barbed wire that wasn't there. Um, and then he throws a grenade at one point. Yeah, he threw a grenade. Yeah. He asked for reinforcements on a walkie-talkie. Um, this is eventually revealed to be like a, a dream sequence. Like he was just imagining it. And they're just going to be at the back. But this movie is so ridiculous that I believe that that was actually happening in the movie. Like I thought that he actually just started firing the gun. Seamless transition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that Iron Head then holds up his tidy whities and surrender. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> the white flag. Um, and then the opposing captain gets completely naked <laughs> and makes, makes him put makes Iron Head put like the captain's like underwear on his head, like wear it. And <laughs> I don't know why that happened. It did. That's the, this is the theme of this movie. Like, I don't know why that happened, but it was just happening. So I guess he's just standing there, uh, balls in the wind. And so this, I guess this is uh, what angers the Shaolin brothers and mm-hmm. helps them get their powers back. So they all start levitating. Uh, I'm not kidding. They all just kind of start levitating. In the yeah, air. there's like a, a change in the air, in the wind. Yeah. They activate their powers and then uh, it's like the, they... The other teams are throwing like sneakers at the goalie, and the goalie stops them all because he has his power back. Um, leg kicks it so hard it gets wedged in the goalposts, and then the opponents are like, "We want to be on your team." Yeah. Uh, so that fills them out. That fills out the eleven man roster. So I mean, guys, I I would love to hear what you guys think about the scene. This this scene was absolutely hilarious to me. This is the what maybe the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> Have to agree. Have to agree. Like that transition that you were talking about with the sudden like war, like yeah. that that really got me. And also yeah. like they they played off that because afterwards, like Steel Legs like I thought we were in a battle, I thought we were in war, <laughs> and Golden Legs like soccer is war. You must <laughs> learn that. <laughs> I was like, I'm dead, bro. That's too much. Yeah. And then at the end, like right when they got back their powers during that scrimmage, the other team just decided to throw all their shoes. And they all just flew back right into their face. Um, so that was... Yeah, this was before that guy threw a shoe at uh, George Bush. So, I mean, you know, yeah. really here. I mean, Top it goes crazy, bro. Life imitating art. Yeah. Um. So then we have a quick cut. I mean, don't forget our villains here. We go back to Team Evil. Right. We got Hung sitting around. And he's doing some kind of training with Team Evil. And they're all underwater. Like, they're playing soccer underwater. Which, I mean, Daniel, you played soccer in high school. Is that applicable? I feel that it wouldn't be very helpful. You would know. Uh, I would know, and I don't feel like that would be very helpful. The ball wouldn't travel particularly well at all. No. Okay. I wasn't sure because I, you know, I didn't play soccer in high school. So yeah. yeah. Um. So he gets a call, and he hears about this uh, new scrappy young team trying to join the uh, the one million dollar tournament, and he's the chairman of the tournament. He decides who gets in or not, and he sees them, and of course, these guys all look—they don't look athletic at all. Mind you, no, um, yeah, like old guy Ironhead. You got the big, uh, big portly guy, for lack of a better word. And you got the the businessman who's like wearing suits all the time, kind of dorky looking. Yeah, yeah, they're not the most visually. I mean, Steel Legs look decently athletic, but the rest of them not really. Um, so he basically he just laughs at them. He's like, oh, and he's like, this guy, Bong, like he's gonna embarrass himself with the team. So yeah, you guys can join. You guys can be idiots of yourself. Yeah, so. Uh, he lets them join, and and therefore the plot can move forward. Um, so we go back after this. We go back to our romance plot here, and got Steel Leg. Now this the girl's name is I don't know if we ever said her name. Her name is Mui M U I, and he just like greets her outside. He's hanging from a tree branch, like upside down by his legs. Um, but this is his like way of being cool and saying hi. This is this is how you got the riz, people. You know. Um, and he, he takes her clothes shopping. He does the classic, like, don't wear your hair over your face. You need to show your face and be beautiful. Like that. Classic trope. Yeah. yeah. 
-hmm. You should smile more. Yeah, exactly. Great advice. Don't wear those glasses. <laughs> you don't need them. <laughs> um, um, so he tries to like straighten out her hair and multiple flies just start coming out of her hair. I don't know if you ever that part, but <laughs> and he tries to that. hit the flies. He tries <laughs> to hit the flies and he like <laughs> her in the face. <laughs> He's slapping her around. It was crazy. Yeah. So it's it's very romantic. Um so yeah, that that just happens, a little progressing progression of the of the romance plot. Um, now, well, now it is time for the first game of the tournament. This uh this might be the funniest part of the game. This this is the finest scene in 2007. <laughs> <laughs> <It's so funny. laughs> They're wearing these like orange bathrobes. Pajamas. They look like pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one in the crowd at all because it's the first round. <laughs> It's an empty stadium, like tumbleweeds going by. The game starts. Iron Head gets a yellow card for smoking a cigarette. <laughs> I don't know. Why. I can't smoke. What do you mean? Yeah, the yellow card. Um, so, but we start off, and Leg immediately scores from midfield three times in a row with his big, powerful kick. Now, the funny part is that there's at least five second delay between the goal and one team breaks. Like, it just goes in the net, and then there's silence, and they're like, yeah! But the way that they celebrate, it's just, it's, it's I don't know, you have to watch it. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's so well it, done. Yeah. The comedic timing is perfect on it. If you, we should have said this earlier, but if you do watch this movie, by all means, watch it uh, with the subtitles. Do not watch the English dub. You gotta watch it with the Chinese yeah. audio and English subtitles. Yeah, you need the Chinese audio. Way better. Yeah. So then he's already got three goals. Then it just starts escalating. He starts, he kicks the ball into the opposing player who flies backwards into the goal. <laughs> and then this just keeps <laughs> then he keeps sending another goal where like five different guys are flying backwards into the goal. <laughs> uh, and then everyone starts getting in on the action. You got the iron head is doing his thing. You got the stomach. There's someone with the stomach. He's like latches the ball to stomach. He's running through everyone. You got the jumping headers. There's guy doing like the break dancing, skipping the ball through everyone. Um, and then you get you see the guy Hong, the villain. He gets a phone call and he's like, "What? Forty to nothing." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so they they um they advance. They 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 start going far in the tournament. At this point, they're at the semifinals. But I do want to pause and hear you guys' thoughts on this because this scene cracks me up every single time. This is what I remember the most from when I saw it. I, I as a kid, I don't remember what year it would have been. But I watched this, it would have been like 2007 or 8. I don't even know. I had the DVD. <laughs> and I just, it, I just, I, this was the best movie ever made. This was the most entertaining movie I'd ever seen. And it, it was this, this montage of them advancing through the tournament using their hilarious powers. It was just, it was just the greatest film I'd ever watched at that point. And they became sponsored by Puma. That was crazy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like they get into the Puma store, and all the Puma executives are like, "Hey, what's good? You guys are great!" And they just shove them out of the way and run for their shoes <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> just steal the shoe. Oh, it's yeah. like we we need that drip, bro. We need we need those kicks ASAP. Yeah. Well, they were very poor. They were all very true. poor. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Really, it's a great story, you know, American dream. You know, yeah. pulling yourself yeah. up by your bootstraps. You know. I think it's an a, a metaphor for just, you know, I don't know what it's for. I'll cut that out, but <laughs> keep going. Okay. Um, yeah, now they're there. They've gone pretty close. They're in the semis. Go back to their own. It's really heating up now. It's getting heavy. Um, so first, Mui, she goes to the salon. The door is answered by an employee who's just picking their nose the entire conversation. Um, yes. Yeah, that, that happens. Um, but she gets a, a makeover, you know. I think the acne's all gone at this point. Her hair is uh, on the face. Um, she starts flirting with the leg, um, and he turns. He friends on her. He turns. He's been flirting with her the entire movie, but then she comes up to him and he rejects her. Little he doesn't like the makeover. He was yeah. not feeling that at all. Yeah, he. She had the she had the fresh look with the makeup and powder and all that stuff. New hair. And it was he just the girl a, next door look. Yeah, he noped so quickly out of that. He's like, You look yeah. different. Yeah. 
<laughs> I do I do have later, I do have some quotes right now that I want to highlight, but I have to have one from the scene right now. Um, they're flirting and she's, you know, making her move and she says, Is this love? And he replies, Absolutely <laughs> not. This is not love. <laughs> devastating Rose. Just a devastating it's development. Tough, for movie. Yeah. Like he did not let her down easy. He's just very matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I guess better to be direct. But um, now they're in the semifinals, which is an interesting little game because the team that they're playing seems to have some kind of decent powers of their own. Um, we haven't seen them before, but they, yeah. they're they're going strong. Um, the two, at least two of their players are clearly women, but they have fake mustaches and goatees. Yes. I, I was unclear on that because is there a rule against women joining this tournament? That was my take on it. I think they wouldn't have been allowed in if they had disguised themselves. Right. But it does, well, then, nothing like, is said. Well, right. Oh, go ahead. You know, we'll see later on about that. But yes. Um. You know, it it was clear they they were trying to play on that like, ooh, they're like bearded lady trope. You know, yeah. like they're like circus freaks, whatever. Like they have powers too, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, the well, funny my thing. Question. Oh, go ahead. I was just to say the funny thing in that game, like those those girls were like cooking up our Shaolin guys, oh, yeah. like pretty severely. And like I forget which one of the brothers, they're like, how did they do that? And yeah. and and a Steel Legs like it must be special effects. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like out of all the like, wild stuff that had gone down in that movie, they just yeah, dropped that line in there. It's CG, yeah, they're using CGI flies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they shouldn't be struggling at this point. You know. <laughs> um, my follow-up question was, if women are not allowed in the tournament, and these were their disguises, who did these disguises fool? <laughs> They're just like, like the thinnest Yeah, line. I don't know. I, I think it's just like... They're not good disguises, but the whole movie is just so terrible. Yeah. I think it's just, they, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. I feel okay. like maybe the filmmakers were just like, you know what would be kind of funny and yeah. camp is if like we had girls, but they had facial hair, mustache, yeah. goatees. That would be so quirky and crazy, yeah. wouldn't it? And then they just did it. I like the choice that they made. Um, I think in general with the movie, it's just it nothing makes sense, but I I don't care. Yeah, it's just so it's so fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like nothing was off the table. Nothing was too outrageous. Like if mm-hmm. they wanted to throw in a dance number, you know, mm-hmm. great. If they wanted him to suddenly sing about kung fu, great. Bearded mm-hmm. ladies, why not? Like yeah, that, machine guns. Yeah, we're right they just wanted to tell the story the best way they could. Yeah, they had a vision and they executed it. Um, so they they do vanquish this team. A tough a tough match, but they do come out. Mm-hmm. So now they're in the finals. Um, but between the finals. We got our boy Leg still making moves on the girl that he rejected. Um, he goes to find her to give her tickets to the finals. Discovers that she's been fired for making salty buns. Yeah. Salty buns? I thought salty they were supposed buns. to be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's walking around to her old stand. He finds one on the ground and eats it off the ground. And he realizes that the salt is from the tears of being rejected. <laughs> uh, this is this guy who's crying like streams of water, streams of tears into these into these buns, and this is to you know making them taste bad. So she's been fired. Um, this man really like ruined her life doubly, yeah. and he's just like, "Damn, that sucks." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not well. Um, so you, we see him kind of make like a pensive look on his face after seeing how much pain he's inflicted by denying her the opportunity to go with him. Wow. But no time for that. It's time for the finals. Um, so at the, uh, my notes are a little disjointed again. But I guess Leg, you know, he's their guy. He's the finals. It's his moment. He kicks the ball towards the goal. The ball, like, turns into a flaming puma is what I have written down. Off the first kick of the game, right? Same yeah. yeah. Every, every, every other game. Yeah. Steel Leg's like, I'm going to score on these guys. Yeah, we're yeah. sponsored by Puma yeah. also. Um, but yeah, he tried to score on the goalie, and the goalie's just like, nah, yeah. not today. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, you know, bring it on. So they all got out of the way, and they just let him shoot over and over and over again. Um, and the goalie just saved all of them, despite 
you know, these kicks are gathering like these dark clouds of energy, like they're very powerful kicks and no one is defending him at all, but he just can't score. And at this point, Hung, our bad guy, reveals that he gave American drugs to Team Evil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which drugs. And it's just drugs. Try them. Yeah. yeah. But, the goalie's got great hair, by the way. Who does? The goalie has oh, very yeah, yeah. great long flowing hair. Also, yeah. shoulder length, a bit of a like a, a hint of red dye. I feel like in parts of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's got luscious locks. Yeah. Um. So then Team Evil gets the ball. They shoot, and they're just, it's so powerful that it injures you know the goalie on the team. It also disintegrates his sleeves partially, which is important. Yes. But he does uh, save it. He does save it. It sends him into the crowd, but somehow the ball doesn't go in. So then Team Evil starts showing off their powers and they're like injuring several players. Um, still 0 0 at halftime. I have, I don't, I don't remember what happened in the context here, but I have written down that the ref got punched in the face at halftime. Don't know why. But it's just uh, part for the yeah, course. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. A lot happens. of the other random guys are in slings and casts. Yeah. And this yeah. is also when the when the players start making excuses about needing to needing to go home because they've just done the, <laughs> yeah. the snot beaten out of them. The other like, randos. I, one guy was like, oh, I left the oven on. I need to go home. <laughs> one guy's like, I forgot. My wife is getting birth. <laughs> yeah, my wife's having a baby. I need to get out of here. Like, shocking, yeah. shocking lack of commitment to the team <laughs> in, in their most dire time of need. Just after my Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there, when the goalie gets out. hurt, yeah, the goalie, the goalie is out is, is the main takeaway. That was that was very sad. Yeah, yeah, I do like the goalie. As a former goalie myself, the great one, if I may say so. Yeah. Oh, also, there yeah. was that there is that weird moment where the the belly guy, whatever be- belly brother, yeah. like he he thinks he's gonna die, so he like gets a phone and like calls his <laughs> his long lost love. Well, he, he goes in at goalie next. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, okay. Yeah, and he's he, like, he calls. Yeah, it's like, babe, I love you. And then on the other end, it's like, who's this? Like, it's it's her husband. He's like, oh, yeah. can you tell so and so that I'm sorry I didn't make a move on her 20 years ago. I've always loved her. Bye. And hangs up the phone. Yeah. Like, tell your wife that I love her. Yeah. I always have. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so many players leave that they only have eight left, and if one more leaves, then they have to forfeit. Yeah, not get a million dollars. They do not pass go. Um, mm-hmm. So it's time for the second half. Um, the Shaolin team tries to form some kind of like shield barricade, but it falls apart very quickly. Um, and then once again, um, they all just get out of the way, and the evil team, all like ten of them, just line up outside the box and just start firing away. Um, oh, I think this is when the guy pulled out his phone. That's what I have written down. But um, yeah, so. They're just all lined up. Now, Daniel Gray, you watch a lot of soccer, certainly more than us. Have you ever seen a 0-0-10 formation before? Because this is the first time that I've seen it. <laughs> no, I I don't think that's a common formation or a common tactic used. You wouldn't Maybe. see, you know, Mourinho. You wouldn't see any of those big coaches <laughs> employing no this pep. tactic. Even in the most dire situations, well, Champions League should. final. But they made the finals, so it must be good. Yeah, I think the Premier League needs to start looking into ways that they can, you know, get some of these Shaolin guys on the on the pitch. Yeah. Like there's yeah, a there's a big missed opportunity there. Absolutely. Um one of the kicks, the ball bursts into flames, but the still remains intact and unharmed. Mm-hmm. Um all the kicks, I mean, these guys are supposed to be so good. But all these kicks are directly into the stomach of this uh of iron stomach. Yeah. Um and he he finally like catches the ball, so he expels the ball like towards the goal, and it gets by the the team's goalie. But he somehow like hits so hard that the post like you know knocks the ball away. So it's a brilliant save. Yeah, like the ball was going towards one of the sides of the net, and then it curves back to the other side at the last second. But yeah. the goalie like punches the post, and then the whole goal like moves. So the ball, yeah. Shooting, honestly, honestly ingenious yeah. like, i great, mean yeah but it's got to be against the rules well the thing is yeah. in this tournament you you really see just the chokehold that team evil has on the referee yeah and you mm-hmm. know the entire tournament yeah, sure. is basically like i just wonder who's financing this tournament 
Like, is it is Puma or another like big brand? Puma's like, involved. Sponsoring? I think the steamy yeah. buns are involved. Um, mm. And I guess Hong has a lot of money somehow. Yeah. But shout out to the original goalie and also to the, the Iron Stomach guy for, for doing this. Yeah, they really held the fort down. Um, I also have that the leg, he got injured, even though it doesn't really play a factor later, but he does get injured. Oh, uh, yeah. More yeah. Um, finally, this poor backup goalie, is he's taking a beating, and there's another shot that also disintegrates his sleeves and finally gets carted off. And so it's like, oh, you lost another player, you got a forfeit. Um, and then homegirl shows back up, just walks down onto the field. Um, Lee is back, and she has shaved her entire head. Um, kind of looks like the last airbender. And Mega Minds looking ass. Yeah. <laughs> basically. And she's like, I can play goalie. So first she walks and smacks her face into the goalpost. She just like walks right into the post like a clod. <laughs> um and then she stands next to the goal. She's in the wrong goal, and so she stands next to the other goalie. Who <laughs> <laughs> very nicely points her in the right direction. Yeah, He's not mean pleased. about it. Yeah. Um but she's she's the goalie. She's she's stepping in, saving the day. Um, now Team Evil's got the ball. They got this big, powerful shot with this demonic black cloud of energy. Uh, yeah. It's saved because she can, uh, you know. Sorry, what were you saying? Nothing. No. Oh, okay. Um, it gets saved. She's got the the hand power. She can catch everything that comes her way. Um, and she spins the ball. You know, it's twirling midair. She's not even touching it at this point. Um, gathers this like energy tornado and then she throws it towards the leg leg jumps up this is the climax of the movie here jumps up does like a emperor palpatine type of spin he just starts spinning yeah. in the air um not anymore, i guess and he gets this big old kick um which traverses the length of the field um it's trailed by again another cloud of energy it kind of looks like I don't know if you guys saw that Fantastic Four movie, but it kind of looks like Galactus in that movie. That's my opinion. Um, and this this kick just goes right towards the goalie. And you remember those other shots had disintegrated the sleeves of the other goalies. Well, this shot, so powerful, it blows all of his clothes off. But I think... So for me, this was when it really went to number one on my list. It's when... I mean, I feel like there's an element of like male nudity missing missing from other bad movies, but like when the, when this shot just like ran through it and like exposed this guy's ass cheeks to the world, <laughs> that was just such such a crowning moment of this movie. Um, so that's our goal. That's that's game over, uh, and they win. I I know you guys want to talk about this, so by all means. Well, I think the most important part unmentioned is that when the girl arrives, she gives Mighty Silik his old beat up shoes. Mm-hmm. And he puts them on instead of his new cleats, and uh, that—that's what gives him the power mm-hmm. to really, really shoot the shot that blows the clothes off the goalie. Shooting the shot. Yeah, she yeah. gives him those those sweet bun customs. <laughs> like she, yeah. she had the little embroidery or whatever on it. It was looking fresh, yeah. looking clean. Yeah. yeah. So it pans to the scoreboard, and it says Shaolin won evil. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and then. Somehow, despite their lack of chemistry, it, we we are shown later that the leg has married uh, Mui. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see that Hung has been banned for illegal training, American drugs apparently, or underwater American drugs. Yeah. And then we go we go back. We got the callback. Um, everyone starts using their Shaolin. People are flipping on banana peels, but they're landing on their feet. You know, they're parallel parking and all that stuff. And there's a fade out as the song "Everybody Was Kung Fu Fighting" is playing. <laughs> that that is how the movie ends. Really <sighs> fitting. They're like, you know what will appeal to the the audience for this movie? Everybody was kung fu fighting. Yeah, they they knew what they were doing. So I do have. Um, all right, we're gonna do a little analysis. I do have one little fact that I that I figured I'd look up. So I, I looked at the box office numbers for this movie. Um, and it was pretty successful, honestly. It's $10 million budget, and it made $42.8 million. So it's a pretty good return on investment. Yeah. Um, it's a hit. Yeah. That's why it's it's got such a good, such a good uh, Rotten Tomatoes score. Um, so then we started thinking, like, first we were like, how successful would this team be outside of this, like, local Chinese tournament? Like, 
could they win the Premier League? Could they win the World Cup? And then we're like, these guys would obviously win the World Cup. Like, you can't stop them. Yeah, they, no. no one on earth can do what they can do. Um, so we um, we started thinking of, like, if we could form a team of other movie characters to beat them, um, who would that be? Before we get to that, though, um, I, do, I, I forgot to bring up, I have a lot of quotes that I just want to state, um, just quotes that I liked, and I just want to say them. And then, you know, I just want to set these quotes happened. Um, in order. Um, and when they're when they're first meeting up, Golden Lake and Selig, um, the quote was, there must be a fusion between mind and foot. Yeah. Um, then he's talking about his technique and he says, my idol, Bruce Lee, invented the ultimate kick. <laughs> player. Um, then when they're he, like beating up the gang with a soccer ball, um, one of the gang members asks him, are you stealing my money? And he just replies, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, now then, the next one was, oh, this is a great one. I forgot this one. He's, he keeps, you know, Ironhead, the guy with the bad job, he kept getting beat up and very miserable. He kept trying to convince him. And Ironhead just, you know, his life just getting worse and worse. He goes back again. And Ironhead replies, if you humiliate me again, my family will commit suicide in front of you. <laughs> shocking. Just shocking. Um, <laughs> Ironhead was the best character. He had all oh the good God. lines. Easily. Um, then they were when he's telling him to use the eggs to like control it, his hypothetical to like scare him into having ball control is what if you kick the ball up and hit a plane? Like, no. Something that I always have to consider. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another one, Daniel already said this one is soccer is war, you must learn that. Mm -hmm. um, then when they're making their run in the tournament, they're on TV and they're getting interviewed. And Leg is like, I want to say hi to my parents and my shallow master, but they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I have the is this love absolutely not this is not love then there's another quote that says goals aren't the only way to win which I'm pretty sure there are um, and then um, when Mui shows up with her shaved head Leg's response is why do you look like E.T.? <laughs> yes. you want to help yeah. go home you don't belong on earth <laughs> he really he brutally rejects her yeah and then they got married the whole time and then they get married at the end yeah it's nagging Really works. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are those are the quotes that I wanted to say. Um, I don't know if you guys have any more, but otherwise we can move on to our our dream team. I just liked at the end they were on the cover of Time Magazine. They <laughs> were they like moved to America and won the bowling championship. <laughs> yeah. like, really, all, I forgot yeah, that. It's yeah. at the it's at the very end. Like of all the things that this. This ragtag group of Shaolin soccer players could have done was bowling really the next thing that they needed to <laughs> no, tackle. They, they, no, it was maybe like a you know a passion of theirs. Yeah, I don't know if they were just like, hmm, what what are Americans really good at? Bowling. <laughs> it's bowling. bowling, and they That's really the care about bowling. Sport. Yeah, yeah. I did forget about that. Um, okay. We're forming our ultimate team to defeat Team Shaolin. Um, we can just go around. Um, my first pick, we don't, I don't really know what the parameters were for like who that was will be picked. My first pick was... Um, it's all vibes. It's all vibes, Jason. My first pick was the Flash Barry Allen. Um, I feel like with speed, he would just get around them all and go right into the goal. Um, while they're busy jumping 100 feet in the air, he's, like, he's on the ground. That's where the goal is. And he's, uh, he's running faster than they can run. So... That was my first pick. Um, let's give it to uh, high school soccer player Daniel Tracy. Do you think the Flash would have been able to stop the kicks by Mighty Steel League? Probably, right? No, but he would just always have the ball. But if it's the first play of the game, Mighty Steel League uh, just kicks it, kicks it straight to the net. You know? But uh, he can speed of light. I feel like I feel like speed of light could defeat that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, I wanted to. I felt like I shouldn't have picked anybody who has like magic powers. Okay. Because that just seems like too unfair. Okay. I don't know. Like the only powers that are grounded in reality, like the Shaolin people. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, no, I actually, I was going to go with the Hulk for, for mine. Mm. Hulk and goal. Because I feel like he could stop the shots. Yeah. Okay. I can yeah. 
but I guess I wasn't thinking of him goal. I was thinking of him in the field, and I thought oh, he wouldn't be. He would See, have for to. me, I, I feel like you got to the goal is where it starts because that first play of the game is always just yeah. a, a shot right from the goalie. Okay. So you got to have the goalie that can stop it. Yeah, plus like he, has, he has good American drugs. Even he does have the American, team evil. He does have American drugs, yeah. Yeah. All right, Daniel Gray. Um. So there's like a lot of contenders for for players I want. Since we already have goal filled up, I want I'm not gonna say Spider Man like I thought before. Like he'd be a great he'd be a great shot stopper. Just you know his yeah. his yeah. acrobatic skills. I'm gonna go off the beaten path a little bit. I'm gonna get someone who's more of a a fighter than a than a you know a soccer player or a superhero. I'm gonna go Scott Pilgrim from Scott Pilgrim versus Scott Pilgrim. Because here's what I'm thinking here. I think that if you have a guy who can fight but also can play music, right? Okay. Then we're 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 able to compete with the Shaolin team in terms of like singing about kung fu. Okay. Um, plus, you know, like I think we just need a good fighter and, and some good riz on the team. So mm. that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking at important. right now. We're going for the vibes pick. Exactly. Yeah. We need we need someone to bring the team together to okay. you know galvanize us. Yeah. You know, it's big in the locker room. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Now we're doing this like snake draft style. Yeah. Um. Okay. I guess for my next pick, who would I go with? Um. I only have like two guys left. So I don't yeah, I don't. I don't have that many. <laughs> yeah. I. I guess Spider Man. I'll just go Spider Man. Good to have okay. another guy like that on the wing with speed, with pace. You know, yeah. backup goalie. His, his ability to jump o- across the entire field and webs would be like next level. Like mm, he could be yeah. tripping people and like you know slip sliding through. Like it's just not fair. Shaolin, it's a good choice. In trouble. Yeah. I do really want to pick Captain America. Okay. Because no I I just as maybe Jason knows, I don't know. I just I I love him. He's always my favorite character. But I don't know. Like obviously his leadership skills. Could be important. Is he, is he allowed to have the shield with him? I don't think he could have the shield. No, they're pretty. But strict. I don't think I don't think otherwise he could really compete with the powers. In he's a superhuman, of... you know. He's got the. Strip. Yeah, but I don't, would it, would his would it translate to? He can run pretty fast. Yeah. He can run pretty fast. It's I just crazy. think in terms of leadership, yeah, he would be a good leader. Yeah. He's also a good leader in being a racist, Daniel. I don't know if you're aware of that. <laughs> is that is that true? Yeah, <laughs> he don't you know Captain America? Like he like went to sleep or whatever in like 1940 or whatever uh, it was. He came back and he's yeah, yeah. he's staring daggers at that black guy in the elevator in the movie. Like that you can't miss that. So I don't know how he would <laughs> how he would do in, in a battle <laughs> against these Asian guys. I'm just a little worried about that aspect. Of it might make him right. more fired up. Yeah. Well, in the in the very sanitized MCU, he's not particularly racist. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, um, I I think he would be good at having a a plan, a plan of attack. I think I think that's important. Maybe for coach, coach player coach. Yeah. Dual dual coach. threat player coach. Yeah. Definitely. He's definitely wearing the number ten. Mm-hmm. All right. I disregarded uh, what you were saying about. No magic powers. Um, so I, I'm Skywalker. Um, oh, like right before he got like dismembered, like when he was in his physical prime. No, um, he's got the force, and he is in some ways the most powerful force user of all time. So he can just stop the ball midair, fling it back. He's got lightning, got force lightning. He can choke the other team. The lightsaber might be coming out. I think he's. <laughs> Soccer is war. Yeah, you must understand that. And he was in the best shape of his life, like after being That's trained important. with training That's with Yoda. Yeah. Like he had his cardio levels were off the charts. So I could see him be a good like box to box, you know, yeah. with Yoda midfielder. Like I like that pick. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about force user. I didn't think about Star Wars at all. Well, you know, you I think outside the box to beat the Shaolin team. Yeah, that's true. Um I went with, I have one more guy list. I could probably think of one more if I had to. But the last guy on my list um, doesn't really have a power um, unless you consider in-universe. I'm going with Bruce Lee. Um, The best player on this team said that Bruce Lee, like, invented this kick. So 
in universe, he probably would be just as good as these guys. He can combat. Okay. And perhaps even master them even better than they did. That's a good one. That's a good one. Also, in that martial artist vein, I don't know if you guys have seen any of the Ip Man movies. Oh, Donnie. Oh, I love I love those. I I think he'd be a good he'd be a good guy to have in the squad. Ip Man would be would be good. Yeah. What about Jackie Chan? Is he involved? He could bring some comic relief, you know, which yeah. is important for the team spirit. Um, I don't know. I I've never been the biggest Jackie Chan fan, so I don't know. He might he might cause some problems for me. Mm-hmm. That's fair. We got to consider team chemistry. Big time. Really, they're off team chemistry if he's evil. But... Do you guys think Superman is a bad hero? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's iconic. Yeah, but he's too powerful. Like we could put Superman yeah. on his team, and he'd be great. <laughs> it just feels like such a cop out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's no reason we can't have him, and he would be very good at soccer. It's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're assembling a team that will really, that'll yeah. take down the Shaolin squad, so I think that's a good ad. Yeah. All right. It's a boring pick, but it's safe. Yeah, and then I would go with uh, Lionel Messi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just for some structure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll be That's good to thing. have the world of soccer on our side by the, the thing with board. the Shaolin team is not good at defense. Other than the goalie, the goalie is good. They don't. But they don't. Yeah, they don't goalie. actually play defense, right? <laughs> so, like, I feel like Messi could get around them all. Oh yeah. It's just when they get the ball back, it's an automatic goal. Like the, the two the two girls, they scored a couple times. Yeah, and we also have to wonder like the structure of the game. Like in a world where we're not playing a game that's being refereed by the guy in Team Evil's pocket. Mm-hmm, right. And like are they really gonna let let the kids play? You know, or are they gonna <laughs> call it a little tighter? Because in that in a situation where they're just gonna let people wail on each other, like I'm a little afraid for Messi just because he's a smaller mm. guy. He's a smart guy. He's getting up there in age now. Yeah. And he has, you know, he has kids at home. You know, we just have him, kids at home. Want him to be okay. We sure do. But I think that squad could easily take down Shaolin. Okay. Easily. Was, uh, I can see it. I guess Superman would kind of. Take it's, it's Superman. It's always, he's, you know, he's, uh, it's not fair. Yeah. It's a bad, bad character. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, I think that uh, that wraps things up here. Um, we will have one of these episodes roughly once a month. Who knows? Um, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows what we're doing next? I don't know yet, but uh, we're gonna figure it out. And we hope that uh, we hope that you find it entertaining. All Does right. Any of our many listeners have a suggestion for a bad movie or a name for the podcast? Oh yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about a name. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. Um, see y'all next time. Bye.